Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. It is the JR Sport Brief show here with you on CBS Sports Radio. I'm coming to you live from Atlanta, Georgia. Happy Wednesday to everybody. I hope you had a good one. I hope you got over the hump. And if you haven't, let me help you take you, or let me help you go the rest of the way. Let me take you the rest of the way. This is the beginning of the show. It's when I get started, 10 p.m. Eastern Time, 7 p.m. Pacific. Thank you to super producer and host Dave Shepard. He's joining us, holding it down, live from New York City. A couple of things. Thank you to everybody listening. That's number one. There is no show without you. The point is for you to listen, which is great. If you agree or disagree, great, doesn't matter. Listen, and if you don't feel like it, that's fine too. Not supposed to say that. But there are plenty of people who listen, so things must be going well. Now, to move on, thank you to everybody tuned in on the free Odyssey app, people listening on their local CBS Sports Radio affiliates, all my folks tuned in on Sirius XM Channel 158, people on smart speakers, people on CBSSportsRadio.com, however you're listening, wherever you're listening from, thank you. That's it. Just, Just a big old thank you. So, To move on with the show, and if you follow me on social media, you'll already know everything that we're going to discuss tonight for the most part. That is at JR Sport Brief, Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. It's a top six list. It's what I do every Wednesday night into Thursday morning. We will get there two hours from now, and we're going to take a look at athletes who deserve an apology. Yeah, we're going to take a look at athletes who deserve an apology, and why? The list is inspired by Reggie Bush. We talked about this at length last night as the news broke that Reggie Bush has filed a defamation lawsuit against the NCAA. He had a press conference today in California, and we'll talk about that later in the show. And then I'll also give you just six total athletes who deserve an apology. Speaking of California, you got to go from Los Angeles to South you got to go north to the Bay. The 49ers have said that Sam Darnold is their backup QB. We know Brock Purdy is the starter. And Trey Lance, oh, damn it, 
he might be gone. This man is the third string QB. He didn't show up to work. The Indianapolis Colts have a deadline. They told Jonathan Taylor, hey, you got to find somebody to work out a trade by Tuesday. Otherwise, we ain't trading you. The story continues on with the Indianapolis Colts. Shohei Otani shows that he is both amazing and human. I will explain. The ACC is trying to take over the whole world and country. I will explain. Tua Tagovailoa, oh my God. I didn't know it was possible for Tua to have beef with someone, but it looks like Tua isn't happy with some of the words from from Ryan Clark about his offseason and his preparation. We'll talk about that. I will explain. Brian Cashman said... Yeah, the Yankees, we suck. We're a disaster. And oh, yeah, by the way, you might have heard of this guy. His name is Messi. Messi is uh, playing football. Into Miami just beat Cincinnati on penalty kicks of 5-4 to four in the U.S. Open Cup uh, finals. And, and Messi continues to go on. We'll, we'll talk about Messi, the world's most amazing everywhere uh, footballer. Messi tonight, two assists. So he didn't have to go out there and score all of the goals. And speaking of Cashman saying that the Yankees suck, congratulations to them. At least they, uh, they were competitive tonight. The Yankees broke their nine-game losing streak. They win 9-1. to one. Aaron Judge has his first three-homer game. So we got a lot to do, a lot to get into. If you want to know how to talk to me, it's simple. 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4CBS. Super producer and host Dave Shepard. You doing okay, man? I'm happy that you're here. Always happy to be here, Jerry. I appreciate you asking, man. And thank God for Aaron Judge. How are you, my friend? I'm okay. I'm all right. I'm sitting here. What else am I supposed to do, right? What, what am I supposed to say? I'm miserable? Who cares, right? I actually have never known you to be miserable. Well, why would anybody care if I am? Well, people care about you, JR. Uh, nah, who cares? On the radio? Yeah, for sure. Uh, have you ever heard anybody go on the radio and, and just go, oh, yeah, I'm, I'm miserable today? Who does that? Nobody. I, but when I, Well, actually, there's a lot of people that get on the radio and complain about their life. You're not one of them, though. People get on the radio and say that they're miserable? For sure. They get on their pulpit all the time and talk about how depressing their life is. They think it's relatable and, uh, oh. you know, good, good content for the air. I don't think so. Not not anybody here, but is it of course someone in a historical sense who, who's just miserable? That... Oh, no. Well, I think every host here is wonderful. I think that— uh, Well, and, I didn't and... ask you about that. I right. didn't ask you. I said in a general sense. Yes. Is there like a historical person that has gone on the radio and just been like, they're miserable? Oh, my God. You can make an argument that the most popular person to ever get behind a microphone was infamous or famous, depending on how you look at it, for doing that. Okay. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about. I don't. That's why I'm like, why don't you just oh. get to the point? Oh. I'm like, just name it. What are well, you going to tell me? Howard Stern, just get to the point. It, it, it is a guy born in Roosevelt, Long Island, 1954. He goes by the name of Howard Stern. Yes. Oh, okay. So, I mean, what's with, what's, shop, what's with all the suspense? It's only, we've been sitting here five minutes. What about the suspense? You know, my biggest fear is coming what? off like I'm Paul from Rhode Island. And I guess I kind of just did that with you. That's the last thing I ever want to do. No disrespect, Paul in Rhode Island. But uh, I, I will oh. get to the point more quickly on that at Men or no, disres- all disrespect to Paul in Rhode Island. <laughs> all disrespect. <laughs> Sorry, yeah. Paul. Yeah, all disrespect. Not maybe from you, but from me. All disrespect to Paul from Rhode Island. Yeah, you could have just said, hey, the most miserable person is, is Howard Stern. I'd have been like, okay, yeah, sure, fine. 
And he's also great at what he does. Now, having said that, let, let's talk about greatness. We're going to talk about Aaron Judge and Shohei Otani. Today is also, I, I don't want to say a, a special occasion because it is not. I don't want to say it's a memorable occasion because it's not. Uh, but it is something worth noting. And however you want to describe it, you know, whatever adjective you want to throw in front of it, then, then knock yourself out. But it's something worth mentioning. Kobe Bryant would have been 45 today, born on August 23rd, 1978. And we all know about Kobe and his entire career, five-time champion, a one-time NBA MVP. People argue that he should have had more than one. And you can go talk to Steve Nash about that. A two-time finals MVP, able to do it uh, with Shaq, able to do it with Paul Gasol, uh, coming out of school as a phenom, a high school student, having a, a, a worldly view on things, growing up in Italy with his father who played professional basketball, had a hell, one hell of an idea on how to attack and play the game. One track-minded winning. And we can all think about the negatives surrounding Kobe Bryant. I'm referring to him as a basketball player. If you want to go ahead and, and look into his legal proceedings and sexual assault, then, then go ahead and, and you go do it. This man, as a basketball player, his determination, his drive, you couldn't dispute it. His work ethic, you could not dispute it. Later in his career, as he's jumping off a one leg and, and hitting turnarounds and fadeaways, it's like, oh, my God, after doing it one million gazillion trillion times, live in games, in, in practice, all by himself, it's like finally said, no mas. It's like he worked his whole damn life to perfect his craft and, and get his work down. And Kobe Bryant's leg finally said, no mas, no more. And even when he snapped his Achilles, Kobe Bryant walked to the free throw line and took his shots with his leg not connected. Tough as nails. And so we got an entire generation right now, especially in the NBA, of people who watch basketball who never saw Michael Jordan play, who don't understand what he did and and can only think about him in grainy videos and say, oh, my God, this is a businessman. This is the dude who drove the Hornets into the ground. Uh, this is a guy who's a, he's a superstar celebrity, but they don't understand what he did for basketball what he did, what he looked like on the basketball court. Kobe Bryant looked at Michael Jordan and said, I'm going to be like him, just like a lot of people. Yeah, I guess we could all learn from the commercial. I, I want to be like Mike. Kobe Bryant wanted to be like Michael Jordan. He patterned himself after Michael Jordan. He was basically the same damn size as Michael Jordan. Didn't have the gigantic, huge hands and mitts that Michael Jordan did. But Kobe Bryant followed the blueprint. And we got a lot of NBA players who run around right now, especially, unfortunately, after his passing in 2020. Yes, Kobe Bryant perished in that, that helicopter crash like right before COVID really swept across uh, America, really. And he was just gone. That's it. 
the, the art that he was starting to create, the awards that, that he would ultimately win and, and move into the arts and supporting uh, women's basketball and girls' basketball and, and just being a businessman, all of a sudden Kobe Bryant was gone. And all we've heard, I'm not going to say unfortunately, all we've heard after the fact is the Mamba mentality. Young players telling stories, old players telling stories of Kobe Bryant. How when he was out on the road, and for the most part, he, he kept to himself. Kobe Bryant wasn't trying to go out to party. Kobe Bryant was all about business. He's trying to go to the gym. Julius Randle tells a story about how every time he would go home to Dallas, that, man, he he would go see everybody, everybody in his family, get everybody together. Hey, I'm back home. Let's go out. Kobe Bryant said, nah, man, when when you're at home, I get it. You're home, but you're on a a business trip. You're going to come out and work out with me. And so you could say Kobe Bryant was maniacal. Say Kobe Bryant was a loner, a perfectionist. Throughout the course of his career, many people looked at Kobe Bryant and, and said he was selfish. And, and maybe there were times where he was. He wasn't a perfect human being. But as an overall, when you looked at Kobe Bryant after his career ended and you heard his reasonings and you took a look at, at why he worked the way he did, why he took the shots he did, it's like, hey, do you, do you see my teammates? I see what the hell they're doing on the road. I see how they're working. I see how they're not working. Why am I taking the shot? Why am I looking him off? It's because I've worked at this more than they have even thought about working at this. And it makes you go, okay. We've talked about, even more recently, Allen Iverson and his tremendous talent, and how he did not work. Man, he can go out there and battle with Kobe Bryant, but Allen Iverson rather be in Atlantic City. Allen Iverson rather be at a party. He, he'd rather be at a club. Man, damn it, could you imagine if Allen Iverson and, and, and James Harden in their peaks and their primes just played at the same exact time on the same team? They, they might as well just move that team to Vegas right the hell away. Kobe Bryant just bald. He cared about winning. He was upset that Shaquille O'Neal, the most dominant, gigantic, strongest dude to dominate and destroy everybody, he was mad that he wasn't maxing out with what he could do. And he was already destroying folks. He was mad he wasn't in shape. Pau Gasol gets to the Los Angeles Lakers and Kobe Bryant, he's like, man, we, 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 we ain't going to have you out here being a punk, dude. You got you to gotta put your big boy pants on. He wasn't agitated. He was a, a, an aggressor. He didn't care. If you didn't do the work, he's going to tell you about it. Ask Smush Parker. Ask Kwame Brown. Ask Dwight Howard. It doesn't matter how you felt about Kobe as a person. It doesn't matter how you felt about Kobe away from the court. 
in an NBA right now where players don't want to work, they make tons of money. By the way, Kobe was making tons of money even before any of his personal and legal issues. This man was making money hand over fist. It didn't stop him from doing the first thing. It didn't stop him from working to perfect the number one thing. And that was going out there and playing ball. And it'd be real nice here in 2023. It'd be real nice here into the future for all of the players who run their mouths and and love Kobe. They actually followed his lead and just worked. We we got we got some dudes and I see the guys with tattoos on their body. John Morant has a Kobe tattoo. Okay, fine, John Morant. Put the gun down and go play. Stop being stupid, man. I don't care who has the tattoos. Anthony Edwards has made his mistakes as a 22-year-old. Anthony Edwards looks like a problem. He wants to work. He's talked about working. He's talked about not being lazy. Man, I can I can go ahead and look at, at Jason Tatum. Jason Tatum has talked about working and not being lazy. We got an international player, Giannis Atetokounmpo. Man, he's over here in the United States of America whooping ass. He probably plays just as hard as anybody in the league. Doesn't quit, doesn't give up, turned nothing into something because of his work ethic for a dude who I don't think anybody's afraid to say it, he's skilled in a very particular way, uh, but he is not a a ballerina out there. If we had more players who had that attitude, man, I think the NBA would be in an even better position. Oh, yeah, Kobe demanded a trade, wanted to be traded. Oh, yeah, he pulled a a James Harden. He was on the radio. Oh, I want to be moved. I don't want to be here. Kobe did that stuff, too. But the dude worked like no one else. Without any thought about anything but winning. And that... I don't care about this, the phrase. I don't care about a catchphrase, mamba mentality, mamba. If we had people in life who took the approach that he had to basketball, man, I think we'd have future generations who'd be ready and, and set and ready to go. A lot of people talk to the talk. They don't walk the walk. A lot of people want the results. They don't want to do the work. A lot of people want things now. They don't want to perfect their craft. Hey, Kobe Bryant. He would have been 45 years old today. But what he left behind? He left behind some great lessons, not just for basketball, but for life. If you want something, get your ass up and work. It's really that simple. It's the JR Sport Brief Show here with you on CBS Sports Radio, 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4CBS as we continue on with the show we're going to talk about individuals who, who get up and work. How about Aaron Judge? Three home runs tonight. What a beast. What about Shohei Otani? His 44th home run tonight. We got a lot to do. A matter of fact, we'll talk about Otani. 
We'll talk about Judge on the other side, and then we'll get to Tua. And then we'll talk about Trey Lance and and his career probably being in cobwebs right now. We'll talk about Reggie Bush. We'll give you a top six list of athletes who deserve an apology. We got a lot to do. I'm just getting warmed up. It's the JR Sport Brief Show. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. wants to hear from you. Call him now at 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4227. The JR Sport Reef Show here with you on CBS Sports Radio. Yeah, a little West Coast flavor here bringing you into this break. Somebody played out in the West Coast, a little cheat up sound. It was uh, some guy, yeah, some guy named Kobe Bryant. We just show love to Kobe on the other side of the break as he would have been 45 years old today. Uh, we know about his, uh, his just surprising passing in early 2020. And I just wanted to, to obviously uh, just just remember Kobe Bryant more so uh, for how he approached his, his craft and his game and, and basketball and, and how you can look at how he approached the game of basketball and just say, damn it, I can, I can do the same thing in, in life. And, there were no excuses. He just, he worked. He knew what he wanted to do, and he worked at it. And for the world that we live in right now, where we got a bunch of lazy-ass people running around, it's it's admirable, you know, how he approached the game. And we can certainly look at the results uh, that were there. 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4CBS. I'm going to pick up some of the calls here on the line. Uh, speaking of individuals who have found greatness in their own way, I do want to talk to you about Shohei Otani and Aaron Judge as they both continue to be spectacular today. And in the case of Shohei Otani, not only was he spectacular, he unfortunately also had a little bit of a scare. We'll talk about that. But let's get to the phone lines, 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4CBS. We got Rick. He's calling from San Diego. You're on the JR Sport Brief Show. What's up, Rick? Hey, JR. How you doing, my friend? I'm amazing. How are you? I'm, I'm good, man. I'm good. Uh, it's funny. I got through on the first try, and uh, I was telling Chet, I listen to you guys every night. Uh, it's the first time I've called. I love how you two do your back and forth. But um, personally, you know, I, I moved across the country a couple years ago uh, to get my life together, and, and things were going well. And Out of the blue, something happened, and things just started to – fall apart and i just want you to know that what you just said man um was about kobe and i was a huge kobe fan since the day he came into the league uh what you just said was probably one of the greatest segments of radio i've ever heard um it touched me it 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 brought tears to me man and it it just it, it motivated me you know to in life you know don't quit man i can't quit i gotta keep it pushing and uh, I just wanted to say thank you for hey, that. Listen, listen, Rick, I no problem. To hear I, I wish you nothing but the best in, in whatever you're going through. I, I say this. We, we got a lot of people in the world who, who quit. It's easy to quit. In the tough times, it's easy to quit. Look, we're all human beings. We go through, we go through crap. Unfortunately, a lot of us go through more crap than we do the sunny days. 
But, man, the people who can find a way to, to, to dig themselves out and just keep going, man, the, the rewards come. You just got to keep working, man. While we're all here kicking and breathing and living, man, just just do your best. That's that's my words, and that's something that he certainly did. I wish you nothing well, but the best, Rick, okay? Thank you. Thank you again, JR. Chet, love you guys, man. I listen to you every night. Keep up the great work. Much love. Shout-outs to my main man, Rick out of San Diego. Let's go from one side of the country to the other. Let's go from San Diego to the home of the New York Mets. Let's go to Flushing, New York. Uh, Let's talk to Manny from Queens. You're on CBS Sports Radio. What's up, my man? How you doing? I'm good. What's going on? Good, man, man. Yeah, happy birthday to Kobe. I mean, you're absolutely right, man. You know, this, I mean, we live in a world, unfortunately, we have lazy-ass people. Again, don't do a damn thing. All they do is just be, be miserable and bring people, um, bringing negativity. You know, I think, you know, Kobe, where Zavavai's model mentality, never giving up, always work all work hard. I mean, unfortunately, I mean, I don't want to be disrespectful, but they, those players, unfortunately, not all, but there's just some players that are not following Kobe's mentality. You know, don't, you know, they always like trying to find the easy way more than the hard way. And you know, you know, you know, you hear guys, you know, that want to be, um, they want to be out, want to be traded, and you know, you know, they don't want to live within their contract. But Kobe, he was, he was, he was the opposite. He was in this, he was in a, uh, he was in the old school ways. Hey man, I'm gonna live, I'm gonna get through it. I mean, Kobe has been through, like, go, go, went through everything in his life. I mean, this is well documented, but he never give up. He always used this as motivation to become a better player, but most importantly, a better person. And look, man, I've been, you know, I, I never forget this. You know, I was living in the Bronx at the time in 97. I was three years old when the NBA was on TBS, and he was him against Michael Jordan. It was Alpha Kobe. I never, you know, it was the first time I seen him in my eyes. I was like, damn, this kid do something. I mean, you know, I've been following Kobe ever since, and he's one of my – I think he's one of our idols. And, you know, it's a, it's a damn shame that he's not with us. It's been like three years, man. It just yeah. – well, You know what, legacy, legacy is certainly what you leave behind. And thank you, Manny, for calling from Flushing. Legacy is, is what you leave behind for others. You can always run around and, and do for yourself, and, and it's natural. You want to do something for yourself, but legacy is what you leave behind. And he's left behind quite a legacy and quite a blueprint uh, for people to follow. It doesn't matter if you're playing basketball. He's left behind a blueprint for anyone who wants to attain success. And even what he was able to do in the short years following his life when he played professional basketball, uh, the the markings are, are all there for what he was getting ready to do. I was very excited about any and everything that he had planned post-career, whether it was animation or books, uh, his support of the WNBA. Uh, let's remember, he, he passed away in the process of, of getting ready to coach his, his daughter's basketball team. Like, they, who, who would have been a larger supporter? Who would have been a larger supporter of women's basketball than Kobe Bryant? Outside of Michael Jordan running around waving the flag, who on earth could have been a larger supporter for women's basketball than Kobe Bryant. And the answer is nobody. And so I do know that the Staples Center will honor him next year as they will unveil a statue uh, remembering both he and his daughter, Gigi. I know Kobe, or not Kobe, Nike has just released or is getting ready to release the next version of Kobe. And so, yeah, we, we got a lot of we got a lot of talk and lip service from basketball players. Mamba mentality this and 
and tattoos of Kobe that and, and wearing Kobe's shoes. Man, who cares? If you ain't putting in the work, what does it matter? Dale is here from Birmingham, Alabama. You're on the JR Sport Reef Show. Go ahead, Dale. Hey, Jay, I just, I just wanted to say, man, you and Shep, man, y'all the perfect team, man, and y'all just do a great job, man, together, man. Okay, and, thank you, and, and it, You're welcome. And it's, Mike, it's Michael Jordan and Kobe. Yeah, I, I would agree, Dale. I agree with you, my man. All right, man. Hey, love y'all, man. Love you too, Dale. Thank you for calling from Birmingham. Hey, Shep, you like peanut butter and jelly? Oh, man, uh, it's the wrong time to ask me about peanut butter, Jr. But uh, I, let's put it this way. I like it when it's in front of me and it's meant for human consumption. Okay. You want to, you want to explain a little further? <laughs> uh, I, 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 I don't know. I was just going to say we're like peanut butter no, and jelly, but no, this, is, I, I, this seemingly is going down a road that I don't know I want to go down. I, hold I knew, on a second. I knew that. Yeah. Hold, on, hold on a second. Yep. Dexter, is this is this a road to go down right now? <laughs> this is not a road to go down, and I'm going to say why. Because why else would it not be in front of you other than for human consumption? <laughs> that is okay. the question. We need. Well, we probably don't need an answer to that. We don't. Let, let, can I just leave it all like I, this? All I wanted yeah. to say was that we're a great combo like peanut butter and jelly, and it feels like things are getting real dark. I, I know, but this isn't this isn't news to you, Jr. We, uh, we, we, know, we know you're Jordan on Pippen. I get all that. But what I'm saying is... Well, not Pippin these days. I just said peanut butter and jelly. They're both they're good. They go together. Ain't hey, nobody got to be Jordan or well, Pippin. It don't matter whose name is on this crap, so what? <laughs> so uh, right. I'll, 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 th- these are my hints, and I'll leave it at this. When you live in New York City, sometimes things get into apartments. You need to use a lot of peanut butter to rectify uh, those things that get into apartments. Uh, so right now, for me and peanut butter, we don't mix. It's not a good feeling. peanut butter as bait. Bingo. Gotcha. Okay. Bingo was CJR, even though you haven't been in New York for a while permanently, you still get us New Yorkers. Man, I was talking about how great combo we are, peanut butter and jelly. You telling me about some rats. I'm sorry. Mice. Okay. Mice more specifically. Mice, okay. Yeah. It's not it's not pretty, JR. But 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 I'll tell you what is pretty. Your show and me being able to be a part of it. That is beautiful, my friend. What are you? Is that a mop? You coming through with a mop? <laughs> no, I was trying to clean up duty here. What is that about? <laughs> I was trying to, I was trying to pivot into uh, okay. a direction it's that's first warranty. time someone called the show pretty, but I'll take it. It's beautiful. It's a beautiful show. Why not? Why not? Jr., you, you do, you do know. Tulips Listen, growing on the side of me here in the studio. I'm fine with. I'm it. not saying anything. A butterfly you... just went by. <laughs> I'm not saying anything you don't know. You Reading might, Rainbow. Ha- you might have. And Dexter could back me up on this. This is not me blowing smoke up. You know what? You might have. It is. Go ahead. You might be the smoothest human being to ever do sports talk radio. The smoothest. Yep. No, come on. I'm I'm, I'm dead serious. Art Russ. Yeah, I mean. I'm dead serious about that. Okay. If we gotta go smooth, we 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 can only be up. Well, is is are white people smooth? Are are there smooth white people? Of course there are. No, that that wasn't that wasn't a racial statement. Of course, white people could be smooth. I didn't say it was a racial statement, but when I think smooth, I'm I'm going okay. Well, I'm thinking I'm thinking black people first. I gotta get us out the way because there's not a lot of us. No, that's true. Well, that is well. That yeah, I'm doing a process of elimination. The first you say smooth, and I go okay. Well, let me go through smooth. 
And so most of the other black people are probably 20, 30 years older than me. So that's <laughs> they can be eliminated. All right. And, and then after that part, I go, well, who else who else would be smooth? And then I got to think about some of the OGs. I mean, Art Rush Jr. back in New York. And sure, sure. there's not there hasn't been a, a lot of, of black folks, especially in an individual space to do sports talk radio. And so that's why I say, OK, if I'm eliminating a whole lot of people, which isn't a lot of people. Then I have to go, okay, well, what's the alternative? I mean, well, what white person would you say is smooth on sports talk radio? Most people are just yelling and screaming. It's a great point. I'm trying to think, is there a white person that's also smooth? I think John Kincaid is pretty smooth. He just went to from from Georgia. He went to Philly, right? Yeah, yeah. I think he's pretty smooth. I think I think D.A. is pretty smooth. Oh, D- yeah, yeah, D- yeah, yeah. Um, he doesn't. Right. He doesn't do a whole yeah, lot of yelling. Um, right. right. I'm trying to think. I, I, I would. You know what? Boomer Esiason has that quarterback voice. Wait a minute. But he doesn't do Boomer a lot of yelling. Boomer Esiason is smooth. He doesn't. Well, I'm trying to think he, of non-yellers. That's, no, that's the criteria. Boomer Esiason not smooth. Okay, well, he's got a, In fairness, he was yelling in huddles for 16 years. So. Yeah, but he's not nothing smooth about Boomer Esiason. Gotcha. Nicest right. guy, by the way. Well, yeah, he's uh, he called in. He called into one of my first shows and was just, "Oh, you're great." And I'm like, "What the hell that. are you listening to me for? Like, go to bed. What the hell are you listening to me for?" Oh, he wants to be more smooth. Oh well, okay. <laughs> well, I, 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 I'll take the compliment, Chuck. Thank you. Peanut butter and jelly. Let's leave it there. It's the JR Sport Brief Show on CBS Sports Radio. When we come back, we'll talk about some other smooth individuals. They make baseball look too easy. Okay, one is uh, biracial, and the other guy is Japanese. Smooth as hell. I'll tell you who they are on the other side of the break if you don't know. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. Listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. Hi, JR. Pleasure to speak to you. Uh, you know, I just recently discovered your show a few weeks ago and, and just got to tell you that you've got a very uh, easy listening style. Call in now at 855 212 4 CBS. Okay. I guess that counts as smooth. I'll take it. It's the JR Sport Brief show here on CBS Sports Radio. Well, I love this song. That's that's why it's playing right now. Well, anyway, I'll listen to the song later. Hey, we talked about Kobe Bryant. Would have been 45 years old. We talked about his greatness. Uh, let me take a few moments here to talk about two active players and their greatness. And they're, they're on their way to the, the Hall of Fame. In Cooperstown, in baseball, they're on their way. It's Shohei Otani and Aaron Judge. Both of these dudes today... And Shohei Otani is actively playing baseball right now because it's a doubleheader uh, for the Angels. Otani continues to be absolutely amazing. What did he do earlier today? Well, as the Angels hosted the Reds, the Angels got beat 9-4. to And uh, I don't know, maybe we can thank Otani or maybe we can blame him. First of all, he hit his 44th home run Uh, which is the most home runs in Major League Baseball right now. And he did this pretty much to open up the game in his first at-bat. This is what it sounded like on the Angels radio network. Here's the pitch, and Shohei drives the ball deep into right center. It's way out of here. 
right out of the blocks here on this Wednesday. It's Showtime. 2-0 Angels. Showtime. Showtime just seems too easy, too easy just to say it's Showtime. But then in the second, and by the way, he was pitching today. In the second inning, Shohei Otani, he had to be removed because his, his arm was tired. Listen to this. And here's the next pitch. That's fouled back on the right side, back to the club level. Still 2-2. Two and two. Last fastball from Shohei at 94. And now the Angels are headed out to the mound. So there yep. seems to be some concern about Otani. You just mentioned the velocity appeared to be down. Yep. Bill Nevin has his hand on Shohei's shoulder, and we'll just have to wait and see what plays out here. Yeah, velocity's been down. We're seeing sweepers and splitters. Yeah. He's not throwing a fastball above 94. And that is going to end the day for Shohei. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Shohei Otani, only 26 pitches on the afternoon left the game completely didn't even head back out the bat and then it made you go well damn it are we going to see Shohei Otani in the second game of a doubleheader which is actually going on that game is active right now against the Reds out in Los Angeles Cincinnati currently leads four to one and the answer is is yes Shohei Otani wasn't on the mound due to a dead arm or a tired arm but he is actively in the lineup right now, he's 0 for 2. And then after the first game, or in between both games, their manager, Phil Nevin, he gave a status update on Shohei. Listen. You're still evaluating right now. Um, and these things take some time, as you, as you know. Um, he told me he didn't feel any pain. It was just more of the same thing he's been feeling for the last, you know, a couple of weeks ago that he had um, that just returned you know, right after the first inning. So that's really all I can tell you. Still being evaluated. Yeah, yeah, if I'm Shohei Otani, I'm tired too, man. I got to play for this crap team. The Los Angeles Angels or Anaheim or whatever they call them right now. What, what, what good are they? They tried to win at the trade deadline. They went on a little winning streak, and, and now they're on a losing. They went on a losing streak, and now they're below 500, 61 and 67. If they lose again, they'll be 61 and 68. And it's like, well, damn. If I'm Shohei Otani, I'm sick of this crap, too. Angels are going nowhere. And Shohei Otani, he's likely to move on and and go somewhere where he can actually win some baseball games. Hey, speaking of winning, congratulations to the New York Yankees. Let's go from Los Angeles to New York. The Yankees won. Non-game losing streak over. The Yankees win. The Yankees win. And they can thank Aaron Judge. He hit three home runs tonight. His first three home run game and damn it he wasted no time he got it going in the first let's take a listen from the Yankees radio network swung on hit high in the air to center back goes Thomas looking and she is gone they finally have the lead a judgy and blast a deep right center field every judgy and blast sounds so dirty to me anyway Aaron Judge, he didn't waste any time. The Yankees were up two to nothing. 
And then Aaron Judge decided to do this in a second. Oh, it's a big deal. Here's the 1-0 to Judge. Swung on, hit in the air to center field. Back goes Thomas on the track at the wall. She is gone. It's a grand slam. Aaron Judge grand slams into Monument Park. It is a Judgian blast. All rise. Here comes the Judge. Yuck, I need a shower. Anyway, the game was 6 to nothing in the second inning. The Yankees took a little bit of a vacation. Here comes the seventh. D.J. LeMayhew scored on a home run. And then Aaron Judge came up, and guess what he did? He hit another one. Here's the 3-2. Swung on, head in the air to right field. It is high. It is far. It is gone. His third home run of the game. A Judgian blast to right field. And the Yankees take an 8-0 lead. Judge, three for four, three homers, and six RBIs. Here he comes. Everyone rise. Here comes the Judge. All right, enough of that Judgy and Blast nonsense. Let's hear from someone who actually does a great job speaking. It's Aaron Judge. He talked about his work today. Listen to this from the Yes Network. The past couple of years, uh, uh, Higgy's really worn me out because he had a three-homer game a couple of years ago, and he always always rubs it in my face when I get to two and I can't get to three. So I was able to go up to him and tell him, hey, I'm, I'm finally in the club, so you can, uh, you can take it easy on me now. <laughs> Kyle Higashioka from the New York Yankees, the catcher. I uh, mean, he, he hits home runs by accident. So, yeah, congratulations to Aaron Judge for being in the club with Kyle Higashioka. So at least for one night, uh, the New York Yankees uh, got a little bit of a positive going on. 61-65, and 65, the Yankees snapped their nine-game losing streak. They have another game versus the Nationals tomorrow at 1 o'clock Eastern in the Bronx, New York. It's the JR Sport Brief Show here with you on CBS Sports Radio. It's 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4CBS. We're going to take a break, and when we come back, unfortunately... I can't give everything positive. Everything can't be positive. There's balance. This is sports, right? Some people win. Some people lose. We're going to hear about a potential loser on the other side of the break. His name is Trey Lance. And before Aaron Judge hit his three home runs, their general manager, Brian Cashman, he talked about the Yankees being losers. Yeah, Niners. Or Trey Lance and Yankees. More on the other side, plus you, CBS Sports Radio. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. 
Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 